Reader's Digest presents Hollywood 360 with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Money Dollar. Leaves again. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including showbiz news, classic radio shows, trivia contests, movie reviews, and celebrity interviews. This hour on Hollywood 360, I'll present a classic radio comedy on the Charlie McCarthy Show. But first, let me say hello to my co-host, a woman who, while on the air, likes to soak her fingers in palm olive, Lisa Wolf. Oh, just call me Jan. That's Jan right. And I, we're old That's friends. right. You do. You remember and we Jan. And one another. And, uh, and the person who played Jan was Jan and Minor. Minor. I know that. Did you know that? I did because what I, the heck? I have been on the air with you for a long too, time. Two, I think. Too, too long. long. Yeah. See? <laughs> There's no more jokes with well, me. Well, hello, Lisa. Hello. Can you take your fingers out of the palm olive long enough to do this segment, please? Well, how do they look? They look. Though? They look like you haven't. Yeah, have you been soaking in it? I've been soaking in it. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> so let's do a little stargazing. No, it wasn't Jan. It was Madge. Madge. Her name was her Madge, name, I said but her Jan. real name was Jan Madge. Minor. Yes, well, I'm Madge right, Jan. There we go. It's We've, all the same. Just before you start emailing us, everybody <laughs> out there in uh, Radio Land, we got it. We're Madge. good. I can picture her, though, so that oh, counts yeah. for something. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's stargaze. All right. get this one right. Mm-hmm. So we have a host that's been named for the Oscars. Have you oh, heard about this? Oh, no, I have not. So this... Male will return after 11 years to host the Oscars. So he hosted the Academy Awards ceremony I, February. So I'm going to guess. Okay. Well, you let me finish my sentence, but okay. Go ahead. No, I no, no, listen. Okay. I, I'm going to let you finish. So I, have I have nothing, a guess, though. I have nothing to say. No, okay. go ahead. The Academy Awards will be February 28th. Right. And it will be the 88th held at the Dolby Theater in Hollywood. Right. And he last hosted the Oscars in 2005. All right. Here we go. Okay. Billy Crystal. Oh no! Sorry. <laughs> Wait, hang on a second. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Billy uh, Crystal really? hosted in 2012, I believe. <sighs> you are so close. 2012 was Billy Crystal. Jay Leno. Jay Leno. No? I don't even remember no. him. He, he being has. A host. I'm pretty sure. Uh, 2013 was Seth MacFarlane. All right, who is it? 2014 was. I don't know. Ellen DeGeneres. <clears throat> right. 2015 last year was. I don't know. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. And um, 2016 will be Chris Rock. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I like Chris Rock. He's great. Awesome. Very cool. So uh, he drew a lot of viewers, 42.2 million viewers, when he last hosted in 2005. They're hoping that he'll do that again, I'm sure. Oh, he's great. And he's great. And uh, what? He used to be a cast member on SNL, and he was voted the fifth greatest stand-up comedian by Comedy Central. Someday he's going to be, and the winner is... Lisa Wolf. Oh, I love it. I thought you were going to say Carl And there'll be all Marty. kinds of applause. I don't have any applause on my... Okay. Oh, darn. That's okay. I can I can pretend. And the winner is Lisa Wolf. 
There we oh, go. That's that works too. Thank you. That's, yeah. that's just what I was imagining. Mm-hmm. So we have Adam Levine is in the news. Levine. Adam right. Levine. Yeah. Oh, it is. Why right. did you say that? It's okay. That's weird. It's live radio. But so. you know what? It's spelled the same. <laughs> but it's, it is Levine. You are right. And he's producing a pilot for NBC, uh-huh. which is based on his band Maroon 5. They have a video out that's called Sugar. Uh-huh. Okay. He is going to be the... Sugar, sugar. Who was okay. that? I don't know. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would know, but okay. I don't. But. All right. So he will be executive producing this new pilot. Called and, Sugar. Well, no, it's based on his Sugar video. Okay. okay. So what they do, and I don't know if you've seen this video. It's all over the Internet, although I know Sounds you don't. Sounds sweet, I'll tell it's you that. It's very sweet. Sounds sweet. His band drives around L.A., and yeah. they crash weddings and give these pop-up performances for wedding guests. Wow. And, it, and that's the surprise. It's, you know. Very it, it, cool. Right. So that surprise premise yeah. is going to serve for the inspiration for the television show. Cool. So we will feature celebrities, not not necessarily Maroon 5, but just celebrities who show up to surprise fans at their weddings or major events mm-hmm. um, and give them, you know, the surprise of a lifetime. Very cool. So, sounds fun. You know, it almost sounds like a hidden camera version yeah. of the wedding crash. And everybody's, right? everybody's happy with Adam Levine Sorry. <laughs> doing the uh, song, right? <laughs> right, exactly. They're like, who are you? He's like, Adam Levine. <laughs> That's perfect. Well, it's unclear as to whether he'll actually be in the show. He will executive produce. Will he show his face? We don't know. All right. But you have to say the last name Very, right. Yes, you do. Um, and it sounds like a little hidden camera show, which everybody likes a hidden camera yeah. show. Yeah. Sugar Video has over 800,000 views on YouTube. Check it out. It's okay. actually a lot of fun All right. to watch. I will. Okay. I bet you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> okay. Go for it. So Simon Cowell is going to be replacing Howard Stern on America's Got Talent. It's sort of a big deal. Do you watch Howard that show? Stern's not going to be on the show anymore? No. Really? I'm really sad about that. I wow. think a lot of people will agree with me. He's the best judge. Yeah. He, he's truly the best judge. Right. You know, he's got this way of saying it like it is. He has always said it like it is. But he's not On that, radio he's and not, on this. It's true. But on this show, he, he's not as caustic. Mm-hmm. Um, as as Simon Cowell, I gotta is. look up the word. Hang on, caustic. A second. Hang on a second. <laughs> I used see. it right. Oh, caustic. Oh, caustic. <laughs> right, okay. okay, yeah. So anyhow, Simon Cowell's heading back in front of the cameras. He'll be replacing him on America's Got Talent. Um, he left, of course, American Idol after the 2010 season. Right. He was the best judge there as well. Right. Um. So Simon's back. So he's going to be back. I know he needs the money. I'm sure he's. Yeah. He's dying for some extra cash, and so this is a perfect gig for him. I'm Simon Cowell, and I have bad teeth. Does he? No. No. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Like, did I miss that? Most English people do, but he doesn't. I don't think that's a a fair statement. Right. I'm very (laughs) un-PC. That's what I'm saying. Um, We here in America do focus on having perfect teeth. Orthodontia is a very big deal here. Oral hygiene here in America. I think it's more about orthodontia too. Uh I mean, every kid gets orthodontia now. Orthodontia. Wow, you're showing those uh, two (laughs) master's degrees off, aren't you? On this edition of you Hollywood never 360. Have any orthodontics? Do you like that word better? What? I said, have you ever had orthodontics? I do you know what I'm asking you. Do I go to the dentist? 
I'm sorry, let me be oh, clear. Have I ever had any denture work? No. <laughs> Orthodontics, you know, it's like straightening of no, the teeth, no, like no, braces, no, that no, kind of no. thing. No, my teeth were just naturally straight. I don't know. Well, so you're lucky. Just Most lucked of us out. I lucked have out. had some type of straightening. Right, Anyhow, right. we're getting... I, I got the good teeth, not the good height. Okay, you know, so you can't have that's it all. What happened. And I didn't say that because if you know, I said that to you, you'd be you mad say at it. me. No, I can say if it. If you say it, it's okay. It's self-deprecating. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Oh. So Simon Cowell will be um, sitting down with Howie Mandel, Mel B, and Heidi Klum. Okay. So it should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have time for one, one more. One more. Okay. So Mary Tyler Moore, A Celebration. It is a one-hour show that premiered uh, this week. And we can all watch it because it's streamed live on video and on demand. And I really want you to do that because she turned the world on with her well, smile. I'm, I can't okay? now because I'm watching the sugar video. <laughs> I know, but that's right. After the sugar but, video. But, you know, of course, with the Dick Van Dyke show, the Mayor Tyler Moore show, it's going to feature classic clips and commentary from Betty White and Ed Asner, Valerie Harper, Cloris Leachman, Gavin McLeod, Carl Reiner, all of the greats, in addition wow. to Oprah Winfrey, who saw her as a critical... Was she on the show, too? No, she was not. <laughs> Maybe she was in... she talks you know, about... <laughs> a twinkle everywhere. in her father's eye at the time. Right. You know how inspirational she was to all women. Right. Um, she really was as a first independent career woman. Sure. So um, it's really a, a nice trip down memory lane. And I watched, I watched it. I couldn't turn it off. And I just have to tell you this one scene in here that was so fantastic. She was auditioning for the Dick Van Dyke show, right? And mid-audition, Rob Reiner grabs by the top of her head, walks her down to the producer, which is uh, Sheldon Leonard, and says, we found our girl. Wow. And it was just this was the first Leonard. big thing she'd done. And it was just really, That's awesome. really nice Dick scene. Van Dyke, I love him. Oh, I love Sheldon Leonard. All of these guys, Sheldon Carl Leonard, Carl Reiner, He's, and Ed Asner. I mean, these are the greats. Yeah. So awesome. watch it, Mary Tyler Moore, a celebration. And how do we do it on the computer? You, yes, on your computer oh, or on demand. Then. You can I, just just type it. In I haven't Google. figured out how up. to turn my BlackBerry on yet. Listen, so how am I going to do that? Our, our listeners can watch it. Mary I Tyler just, Moore, uh, a celebration. I just signed up for MySpace too, by the way. MySpace? Yeah, I got a MySpace site. <laughs> You're so a little I'm, behind. I'm right there with you. Okay, you have fun. All right, thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, way to stargaze. Uh, are you going to stick around for the rest of the show, or are you heading out, or what's the deal? I'll think about All it. All right, when we come back, it's the Charlie McCarthy Show. Stay with us. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Brought to you by Reader's Digest. Born in Decatur, Michigan in 1903, Edgar Bergen developed a talent for ventriloquism at a young age. When Bergen asked a local carpenter to create a dummy, the wisecracking Charlie McCarthy was born. The duo began their career as talent show headliners performing in Chicago while Bergen attended Northwestern University. Bergen and McCarthy made their radio debut on Rudy Valley's Royal Gelatin Hour in 1936 and were an instant success. By 1937, they were given their own show for Chase and Sanborn Coffee. Almost immediately, the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy show became one of radio's highest-rated programs. The popularity of a ventriloquist on radio, when one could see neither the dummies nor his skill, surprised and puzzled many critics then and now. Even knowing that Bergen provided the voice, listeners perceived Charlie as a genuine person. 
And I think people perceive you, Lisa, as a genuine person on this show, even though even though, I'm a even though you are the. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I am mesmerized by ventriloquism. Truly, I know. I you, love this. You really are. This is. I no, used to have a dummy. Yeah. I did with the. the you still do. I have it. Your kid. sidekick. That, He's a dummy. Who's that? Me. That. So uh, yeah, you used to have a dummy and used to do uh, ventriloquism with I it. I did. I grew up. Were you with any that. good? I don't think so, but no? I, I thought I was okay. Well, you did it in front of the mirror and stuff. And, and stuff. <laughs> right. And stuff. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, I, All right. I really appreciate that. I love the show. Well, then you're going to like this, because this is Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. Um, their special guest is Hedy Lamar, and this was sponsored by Chase and Sandboard Coffee, as heard on NBC. This is from September 26, 1943. Here's part one of the Charlie McCarthy Show. The makers of Chase and Sanborn Coffee present Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy with William Gaxton, Victor Moore, Mortimer Snurd, Dale Evans, the sportsman, yours truly, Bill Goodwin, our special guest, Hedy Lamar, star of the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer production, Heavenly Body, and Ray Noble and his orchestra. Hello. Oh, Mr. Bergen. Yes, Charlie. Uh, can I have a few words with you? Well, I suppose so. What is it? Well, we, uh, we, uh, we've been together a long time, haven't we? Yes, we have, Charlie. Yes, we have, yes. And, uh, we, uh, we're not getting any younger, especially you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that applies to you, too, Charlie. Yes, it does, I know. I'm, I'm growing out of my youthhood, but I'm, uh, I'm not uh, as mature financially as I ought to be. <laughs> so it's uh, money again? Well, I, in a way, yes. Well, my unfortunate friend, do you mean to say you you have no money in your piggy bank? Not a sound. Not a sound. <laughs> well, how does that happen? Well, my piggy bank went to market once too often. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a tragic story, Charlie. A tragic story. Yes. And it, it touches me deeply. It do? Yes. <laughs> do it go as deep as your pocketbook and do? <laughs> no, it would, Charlie, if I hadn't heard the story so many times before. Oh. You are always financially embarrassed. Yes, it's true. How is that? Well, I... I come from a long line of short people. Oh, that's... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would give you more money, Charlie. You would? Yes. If I didn't think it was wrong and dangerous. How can a little more money be dangerous? Well, well, there there, there might be germs on the money. What? Germs. On germs on the money? Yes. (laughs) Well, that's a new one, yeah. (laughs) That's pretty good, (laughs) If that's the case, I must be the healthiest kid in town. <laughs> well, Charlie, you're always asking for more money, though. But, Mr. Bergen, I, I'm not asking for more money. Oh, you're not? No. Well, then what is it? Well, I feel... I feel that a man in my position should have a checking account. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what is your position? Well, I'm flat broke. You're flat broke. <laughs> A checking account on 75 cents a week. Yeah. Well, Well, what will you think of next? I'll work out something. Yes. I I was hoping I might get my allowance for, oh, you 
you know, two or three months, uh, in a lump sum. I see. In advance. Yes. You know, it might teach me responsibility. Oh, I see. Well, I think it would, yes. Yeah? Yes. I think maybe we can do that, Charlie. Yeah? Yes. This will be a noble experiment. Oh, it sure will, yes. You mean you'll do it? Well, I'll think about it. I'll open a checking account for you and put in $12. You will? Yes. Now, that's four months' allowance. Yeah. How soon can I have it? Well, I'll open your account Monday morning. Yeah? Yes. Woo! <laughs> Monday afternoon, there's going to be a one-man run on that bank. <laughs> <laughs> but remember, that money has to last you for four months. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Don't you worry, Bergen. All right. I'll prove to you I'm a good businessman. Well, I hope so, Charlie. Then someday, why, you'll be a great help to me when I'm old and gray. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. A smart crack now might cost me 12 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> now, there are a few things I want to caution you about, Charlie. You must guard your checkbook. Yes, sir. And you mustn't overdraw your account. Oh, no, sir. No. Well, there's one more thing, though. What is it? Is this is this bank good? Oh, of course. I think it's good. Yes. Yes, I think they have a reserve of, uh, I, oh, I think it's around $3 million. $3 million? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that ought to last me a little while. <laughs> what are the chances of me hitting the jackpot? No, no, no. Well, call out the band and light red fire. Chase and Sanborn Coffee has done it again. It's another great success story for this longtime favorite. In the past year, Chase and Sanborn Coffee has gained more new friends than any other blend on the market. Just take a moment to realize what that tells you about Chase and Sanborn. With everybody shopping for flavor and coffee hard to get, America turned to Chase and Sanborn for its great big bonus of flavor. And now that there's plenty... We'll remember that lesson for a good long time to come. We've learned that all coffee weighs the same. Good, bad, and indifferent. A pound is a pound. But flavor and freshness and satisfaction don't show on the scales. So when you ask for Chase and Sanborn, you get a pound of coffee and then some. Because today's Chase and Sanborn is the finest, richest, most flavorful blend that we've ever made. This week, get Chase and Sanborn. Say it, go. Bill? Yes, sir. May I have a couple of words with you fellas? Now, don't tell me that you need money, too. No, no. Oh, <laughs> no money. Just a few words. Well, I don't know. Shall we give Mr. Gaxton a couple of words, Bill? Uh... Well, uh, Edgar, I guess we can spare one or two short ones. Short now, listen, yeah. fellas. Now, I'm going to direct a picture, and I'm trying to find a leading man. Oh. Do you know of anyone? Oh, oh well, yes. Yes, yes. I, I, I uh, probably just the type <laughs> you're looking for, Billy. But, you see, I'm tied up at Patamount. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Patamount. <laughs> Yes, as much as that, yes. <laughs> Gaxton, I know you want me, but Charlie doesn't allow me to appear in a picture without him. It's just one of those yes, things. Yes, well, neither one of you would do, you see. Oh, what yes, I've got to find is a tall, handsome, debonair, smooth-looking young fella, a gorgeous hunk of man, a husky Tarzan who will out-Tarzan Tarzan. Hello. Well, there's your man, Billy, right there, Victor Moore. Oh, no, no, you'd never do. No, Mr. Gaxton, I know there's a shortage uh, of, of handsome actors, so 
I want to volunteer on account of the shortage. My dear friend, there's a shortage, not a famine. <laughs> All righty, that is the first portion of the Charlie McCarthy show, and Lisa has been mesmerized by the ventriloquism on this show, so she can't even move. You're kind of like in stone over there. You're just stealing my words, that's yeah, all. You love this ventriloquism I, stuff. I do. All right, September 26, 1943, we'll get back to the Charlie McCarthy Show. Their special guest is Hedy Lamar. She'll be coming on in just a few minutes, and so will we with more of this. Uh, but right now, it is time to play a movie clip and ask our listeners to call in to win fabulous prizes if you can identify this movie now, the uh, who's the man of the uh, of the show? It's Joaquin Phoenix, ah. and he was born October twenty eighth, nineteen seventy four. Joaquin Phoenix, uh, yep. he's a good actor. Yes, he is very good actor. All right, so here is a movie clip from a film that he was in. It's a great movie. He's not the star of the movie. He's this is like one of his first movie roles. Nineteen ninety five comedy crime drama. I was named Jimmy after. This whole movie star shit, like, named um, Jimmy Dean. But, well, when anyone ever asked me, I always said that I was named Jim after Jim Morrison of The Doors. Because, you know, I had this great kind of life, like, just traveling around and writing his songs. He is so great in this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, Lisa, it's unbelievable. All right, give us a call if you know what movie that is. Toll free, 855 855- 360-H-360, 855-360-H-360, the H is a four. You will win fabulous prizes if you call up and identify it. We'll be right back. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari, brought to you by Reader's Digest. All right, this is Hollywood 360 on uh, the Reader's uh, Digest uh, radio network or the Hollywood 360 (laughs) radio network, probably both. We're on 100 radio stations, Lisa. I I know. I would call it the Hollywood. You know, your voice (laughs) is heard on 100 radio stations across the country. So is yours. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Well, thanks. Same to you. When you're not interrupting me, it's uh, my voice is heard. Yeah. I hope you're being sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that's my middle name, sarcastic. Sarcasm. Sarcastic sarcasm. That's a big word for you. I'm going to look that one up, too. (laughs) All right, so Lisa, what do you think? Do you uh, do you know this movie? I Did do. you know this movie? I know this movie, right. but uh, we got somebody on the line. Well, who knows we're going to play another well. clip, though. Here we go. I was named Jimmy after this whole movie star she liked named um, Jimmy Dean. But well, when anyone ever asked me, I always said that I was named Jim after Jim Morrison of The Doors, because you know I had this great kind of life, like just traveling around. And, Writing his songs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let's go out to uh, Kenosha. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm great, Carl. How are you? Excellent. Uh, Bill, uh, do you know this movie? This is To Die For. To Die For. Did you like the movie? I did, absolutely. It's a great, great movie. Um, so, terrific job, Bill. You are a winner, and uh, my crabby brother will send you some fun prizes, all right? So, hey, Lisa, this movie is unbelievable. Have you ever seen it, To Die For? I have not, but oh my I'm gosh. familiar with it. This is a must-see. Okay. Put this on your must-see list. All right. This has Nicole Kidman, right. Matt Dillon, Joaquin Phoenix, and Casey Affleck. And this movie is based on the 1990 murder of Greg Smart. His wife, Pam, is currently serving a life sentence 
without the possibility of parole for her part in his death. And she was a teacher, and she wanted to get rid of her husband, and she, like, sort of seduced these uh, kids in her class to to do it. And I'll tell you, this is a great... It's sort of a comedy crime drama all mixed in, in and Nicole Kidman gives the performance wow. of a lifetime. She always does. And so does Joaquin. Did you see this when it came out, or have you seen it more recently? I saw it when it came that? out. Okay. Yeah, and I've seen it several times. Ago, right. Yeah. So... Um, it's uh, it's interesting. You know, there's a show on television called Snapped. Did you know this? Yes. It's all about women that kill their husbands. Women that snapped. And you notice there's no <laughs> snapped uh, with the ma- for the male persuasion. Oh, well, that's just on yeah. the show, but plenty Which, of males snapped. You think so? I think so. Well, there's obviously a lot more females because no, they have just, a show about it called Snapped. They're just highlighting them on that show. They're going to have to do a Mr. Snapped or it's something. It's a very entertaining show. <laughs> I enjoy watching Snapped. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the Charlie McCarthy show. (laughs) Now, don't be too hasty. My relatives tell me I have the features of Robert Taylor, the voice of Cary Grant, and the physique of Tyrone Power. Too bad it all comes out porky pig. (laughs) Oh, I think I'm prettier than he is. Well, I'd like to get into Western pictures. Don't you think I'm the tough and rugged type that could bulldog a steer? Well, you certainly got the face for it. Uh, tell me, Mr. Moore, have you uh, have you ever made a test for any of the studios? Oh, sure. I made a test for a studio once, and they kept calling me for three days. But I never went near them. Mm-hmm. Playing hard to get, huh? No, I just didn't like what they were calling me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a trial anyway. You see, the part I have in mind calls for you to stand on top of a hill and face the camera so everyone can see your big, beautiful brown eyes. I got those from my mother. Yes, you see. The women in the audience are spellbound and thrilled at your broad, manly shoulders. Well, I got those from my father. Yes. As you stand there smiling, we see your glittering, white, pearly teeth. I got... Them from a friendly tended brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Moore, let's face it. You see, you're not the romantic type. Now, look at your figure. You're so big around the middle, you don't even need a belt. I know it. My pants establish a beachhead, and my stomach holds it. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that shape, why aren't you wearing a girdle? <laughs> my wife got up this morning and beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Mr. Moore. You might have hidden talents. By a strange coincidence, I have a scene from the picture right here. Now, we'll go over it together. Me and you? Okay, yeah. Doki. Now, I tell you, it's a great story. You see, you will play the part of a strong, dashing hero, and I am a petite Russian princess. You're a princess? Yes, I'm a princess. I speak first, you see. You ready? Here we go. Oh, my little Bublitsky, look into my eyes and whisper those three little words that mean comfort, bliss, and contentment. You know those three little words, don't you, Boris? Yes, scratch my back. <laughs> no, 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 let's, let's, come on now, let's, let's start again. Now, here we go, come on. Boris, my sweetheart. I cannot stand it any longer. Let us run away together. What time, Boris? Shall I be ready? Sonia, my darling, first of all, I must go in the house and shave mother. No, no. No, 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 no. That says you've got to go in the house and shave. 
Mother will be here at six o'clock. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Read, read the speech here. Read it right. Sonia, your cheeks are the color of rose petals. Petals, petals. petals. Yes, petals. Your lips are like wine. Your nose, your nose is continued on the next page. <laughs> Reading the directions. I've never heard such a bad performance. Well, why couldn't you change it into a Western picture? That's where I'd really show you some acting. But I'm not casting a Western picture. Bang, bang, bang. Give me the boots and saddle. Bang, bang, bang. You old villain, give me them there papers or I'll tear up the baby. Hey, bang, hey, bang. Hey, 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 hey. Cut it out. Wait a minute now. Listen. Stand back, you dirty cattle wrestlers. Wait. I'm venomous no, victor, the two gun men. Wait, bang, wait bang. a minute. No, stop it. Stop bang, it. Stop bang. it. I say stop it. Bang, stop bang. it. Stop it. Stop bang. it. You hear me? Stop it. I don't want to hear another bang from you. Bang. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to hear another bang. Well, I had to empty the gun, didn't I? Oh. <laughs> In my arms, in my arms, I just gotta get a girl in my arms. Ha, <laughs> boy, are you bad. <laughs> yeah, you're feeling pretty chipper this evening, aren't you, Daggett? Yes, yes. Yes, it's, it's a lovely evening this evening. Lovely evening. Yeah? Yes. What's the matter with you? Huh? <laughs> What's that stuff you got on your coat there? What's that stuff there, you know? It uh, happens to be perfume. No. Yeah. Eau de cologne. Oh, is this so? Yeah. <laughs> Smells more like an afternoon in a glue factory. No, no. <laughs> That's all right. Say, what are you? You're looking pretty sharp, aren't you? Yeah, well, thank you. What's going on, Bergen? What's, what's up your sleeve? Well, what's, uh, what's, what's all that? What's, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know who our guest is this evening, don't you? Yeah, Hedy Lamar. Well? 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 Are you kidding, Bergen? <laughs> you, you and Hedy Lamar? Yes. Why don't you give up? <laughs> What's so unusual about me feeling a little romantic? Romantic? Yes. Oh, nothing. Only aren't you slinging after the ball went by? Well, now... <laughs> All right, I admit I'm not a college boy. Boy, there's a concession. Yes. <laughs> But there's no harm in trying to recapture my youth. Capture your youth? Yes. First, you better try and recapture your middle age. No. <laughs> my dear boy, age is not everything. It's how you feel. That's what counts. Yeah. Yes. How could you say that? Yeah. You who've been going steady with a hot water bottle. Now, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't keep this. Oh, Goodwin. Yes, Charles. How do you like Bergen? He thinks he's going to go and, you know, get someplace with Hedy Lamar. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, now, aren't you a little optimistic, Edgar? Well, confidentially, I thought maybe you boys would help me. Help you with Lamar? Yes. Are you mad? Yes. <laughs> what, are we, tin? All right, all right. I thought I might even go as far as uh, make it worth your while financially. Yeah. Oh, well, now, that's different. Tell us more, good-looking. All right. <laughs> I have always been on the side of truth and fair play. Oh, no. Unless there's something in it for me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Edgar, how much is there in it? Well, I'd planned on giving you 50 cents apiece. Yeah. Oh, for goodness. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll get just what you pay for. 
And cheap as cheap, buddy. All right, all right. Hello, Charlie. Check his thick and easy guns. Yes. Well, Hetty Lamar. Hello, Bill. Hello, Charlie Wally. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Hetty Wally. <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, remember the 50 cents. <laughs> What? Fifty cents, remember? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've made the dumbest deal in my life. <laughs> Hedy, we, we've got a TL for you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes, we have, Hedy. We know someone who likes you very much. Oh. He's just crazy about you. Oh, that's wonderful. Tell me about him. What's he like? Well, he... <sighs> <laughs> Here's who we go to work, Goodwin. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hetty, this man we're talking about, he's, um... Yeah. He's, well, uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> now, stop teasing me, boys. Who is it? Is he unattached? Unattached? Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, he's practically falling apart. <laughs> I suppose he's dark and handsome. Oh, certainly. Yeah, watch it, Goodwin. Watch it. <laughs> well, he's, um... Handsome in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a real uh, pin-up boy. Yeah. He sounds more like a bent pin-up boy. <laughs> no, not at all. He's a fine figure of a man. Yeah, yes, he has a nice figure. If you care for avocados. <laughs> <laughs> and what a body. A, a fine blend of quality, character, and deep-down goodness. So hey, hey, when it's hey. coffee you're buying, no. that's your grocer for Chase and Sanborn. No, 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 no. What is this? Hey, Goodwin, never mind the regular grind stuff. Let's get back to the drip, you know? <laughs> Charles, I'm, I'm, I'm dreadfully sorry. I was carried away. Now, yes. tell me more about this Superman. Uh, is he the athletic type? Athletic? Is he? Well, once he swam the Mississippi River. Oh, when was that? Uh, the day they put in a toll bridge. <laughs> you know, I like a man of interesting moods. One who is quiet and conservative one moment and glamorous and dashing the next. Well, he's a convertible model. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Slightly worn top. <laughs> well, I hope he's well read and a student of the classics. Oh, yes. uh, does he know Chaucer and Tennyson? Is he familiar with Lord Byron? Is he familiar with Lord Byron? Only last night they had dinner together. Uh, <laughs> oh, Charlie, he's dead. No, he always looks that way. <laughs> oh, you mean Byron? Yes. Oh. Oh, boys, it isn't fair to keep me in suspense any longer. You must let me meet him. No sooner said than done. Oh, Bergen. Here I am. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Miss Lamar. Oh, so you're the one they were telling me about. Yes, yes, I'm the boy. LAUGHTER <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, Miss Lamar, tell me, how, how do you feel about our client? Oh, it's no use, fellas. But huh? no one can say you didn't try. No. Really, I admire you boys for your loyalty. Well, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> to think you do all that for a friend. Yes, for a friend and 50 cents. <laughs> oh, so that's it. You were doing it for money. Well, I don't... Now I'm we... disappointed in all of you. Well, but after all, Hetty, we, yeah. we, we were just trying to... 
What wouldn't I give to meet a man who was just himself? Frank, honest, and unassuming. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh, mm. Hello, Miss Lamar, Why, Mortimer, you know, I was just saying I'd like to meet a man who was down to earth. Someone who's really simple. <laughs> I guess I got what it takes, haven't I? Mortimer, come over here. No, I'm close enough. No, no, you're not. No, come you're on not. over. I won't bite you. I wish you would. <laughs> Well, now, don't be afraid of me, Mortimer. No. I only want to hold your hand. No, no, you know, you could Now, no. please. No, you know. Pretty please? No, no, no. Now, please hold my hand. No, 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 no. Are you going to do it, that's all? Why not? Well, I'll hate myself in the morning. <laughs> Mortimer, what's the matter with you? What do you mean? How can you be so stupid? Mm. I got a priority. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Something. Mortimer, haven't you ever been out with a girl? Well, sure. Uh, I had a date once. Oh, where uh, did you go? Well, sat on the front porch <laughs> in a swing. Oh, why did we swing? Oh. <laughs> what else did you do? Well, I looked at her. Yes, you looked at her. Yeah. You know what she did? No. She looked at me. Oh, she looked at you, huh? Yeah. And, and, and then what? Well, shucks, ain't that enough for one night? <laughs> Now, ladies and gentlemen, a word from Edgar Bergen. It was my good fortune during the past year to visit and entertain our servicemen in Alaska, the Aleutians, and Newfoundland. I saw them in the far-off outposts where they were living in anything but comfortable surroundings. But despite their inconveniences, I found them eager and anxious to do their part to destroy the enemy that is trying so hard to destroy us. That means that our men are ready to give their lives if necessary. While here at home, we are asked to do very little more than to invest our money in war bonds. We are not asked to give anything, but just loan our own government the money it needs to provide our men with the equipment and supplies they require to win this war for us. Every person who possibly can should buy one or more additional bonds during this third war loan drive. Ladies and gentlemen, if our men are to reach Berlin and Tokyo... The least we can do is pay their fare with bonds. We cannot afford to fail. When we all get together again next week, Charlie will meet up with an old pal and archenemy, Charles Lawton. Since Messrs. Lawton and McCarthy don't always see eye to eye, we're looking forward to a hectic and hilarious evening. That's next week at the usual time. Plus, the two Charlies, of course, Edgar Bergen and Mortimer Snurd will be on hand, as well as Victor Moore, William Gaxton, Ray Noble and his orchestra, and one of the finest singing groups we've ever heard, the Pied Pipers. This week, when you're buying coffee, think of us and ask for Chase and Sanborn, coffee made to serve in times like these. This is Bill Goodwin saying goodnight from Hollywood's Radio City. This is the National Broadcasting Company. All right, that's the Charlie McCarthy Show, September 26, 1943. 
starring Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy. That's Candy Bergen's dad there, Lisa. It sure is. Candace Bergen's daddy yep. right there doing his radio shows heard on NBC, sponsored by Chase and Sanborn Coffee. Um, I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Everybody likes Starbucks, not me. I'm sorry. I uh, People that like Starbucks, I just, it, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I don't drink coffee, so I am not a good uh, person judge to ask. for that? Yeah. No. I don't like Starbucks. It's like too strong. It's very... Very strong. I like Dunkin' Donuts. I'm just a simple person. You like lighter just a simple fare. guy, you know. <laughs> um, hey, you know what? Do you own a cat? Do you have a kitty cat? Well, if you do, wouldn't you love, love, love to win a year's supply of Cat's Pride kitty litter? Cat's Pride's the best kitty litter in the world, and they're one of our sponsors. And wouldn't you love to, to win a year's supply of kitty litter? Lisa, would you? If I had a cat, yeah, I know it you don't have great. a cat, but your daughter would. Yes, she but would. But she's not eligible. For I it. know. But tell our asking. listeners all about this uh, wonderful drawing that we have. Yes, we are having a drawing on Saturday, uh, or the end of the month, actually, and we're going to have the CEO of the company to uh, choose at random one person, one lucky person who was sent an email in with a picture of them with their cat and their city and state, and they need to send that right away. To cat's pride photo at gmail.com. One lucky winner will win a full year of a cat's pride kitty litter. Yeah. And when you send in the picture of your kitty, make sure you tell us your name and your cat's name and your city and state. Just send it to cat's pride photo at gmail.com. And we're posting these and uh, we uh, will pick a winner. Dan Jaffe, the CEO, will pick a winner. And it's coming up very, very soon. And you know what? Mike's posting them, and he might be a little bit behind. Even if it doesn't get posted, it is still an entry in our Cat's Pride. So don't worry. All if right. you got it, it's entered. All right, so send that in right away. Now, you can do this every month. If you don't win the end of uh, October, we do this at the end of every month, and we're doing it for a full year. So if you don't win this October, just send more in in November and December and uh, onwards and upwards. And onwards and upwards. Right? All right, let's take a break. Then it's more here on Hollywood 360. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Brought to you by Reader's Digest. Well, Lisa Wolf, in the next hour, we're going to have some fun with the adventures of Sherlock Holmes. A good episode starring Tom Conway and Nigel Bruce. You won't want to miss that uh, sort of detective adventure, right? It's right. like a whodunit. Hey, we always have fun. And then uh, before that, we're going to play Beat the Host, and we're going to need two callers, which means um, people should call in, right? right? Right now. Yeah, they can call in now. Phone lines are open. Toll free, 855-360-H360. You know what, what is that this? is? Hang on. Oh, Ring of Fire. That's Walk the Line. Yeah, but it's Ring of Fire, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's all about Joaquin Phoenix. Hey, well. And Joaquin played Johnny Cash, music of Johnny Cash in Walk the Line. Yep. 2005. Great movie. It is a great what movie. What a great movie, yeah. All right, so uh, folks want to win some uh, incredibly fabulous prizes, including like CDs of classic radio and DVDs of classic movies. Well, now's the time to call. Play Beat the Host with us. We need two of our callers. And uh, the call is free, toll free, 855-360-H360. Right now is the time to call to play the game with us. Lisa Wolf will ask the questions and you have to beat me. But even if you don't, you're going to win some fabulous prizes. Call right now, and we'll be right back. 